Party, uh, after escaping the agents of uh, godly resources who were chasing you through the archives, you fell down a very long hole. Just let that hang for a second. Uh, <laughs> you fell down a very long hole, and after coming out the other end of it... <laughs> for goodness sake, you did that to yourself. Uh, after coming out the other end of it, you were confronted with a, um, a figure, a recognisable figure, with sandy blonde hair that's pulled back over his head, uh, and two round sunglasses that look kind of John Lennon glasses that look like uh, like holes. Uh, and he greets you with a, "Well, hi. I was wondering when you drop in." <clears throat> and you recognise Ion, the god of holes. What would you like to do? Xander ah! Z- says, "Ion, god of holes." Yeah, that's my name. <laughs> What's, what's, uh, I, I don't believe we've had the pleasure, sir. My, my, my name is Xander Holm. Uh, excuse me, I'm catching my breath. We've just come from a bit of a, a bit of a crazy half hour. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been watching your, your endeavors recently. Uh, I have to say I'm impressed. But, uh, <clears throat> I, I wasn't expecting you to quite get here so soon, but, uh, Desperate times call for desperate measures. It seems the the, the the uppers are on to you. Is that right? What are you talking about? Well, aren't you a feisty one? What's your name? What are you talking about? Uh, uh, <laughs> you said you've been watching us, so you should know who I am. What are you talking about? I know, but, you know, it'd be weird if I didn't introduce myself. You know, it doesn't matter how long you've been watching a person. You need to you need to introduce yourself in the proper manner. But why have you been watching us? Well, look, as soon as they assigned you to investigate my supposed death, I decided uh, just to keep an eye on you because I thought death might be coming after you at some point. Huh? Right. Uh, I, I'm going to side with Binky on this one. I think we're, we're owed some answers. You know what? I, I, if I was in your position, I'd be feeling the same way. But uh, if, if you trust me, I can assure you that in this place, you will come to no danger. Uh, and he gestures around to the kind of rabbit warren dirt hole you're in. <laughs> no, hold on a minute. You said that you knew that we thought that you were dead. That's right. Why? Well, look, I know that you've got a lot of questions, but you all look a little beat up, if I'm perfectly honest. I don't mean to sound rude. How dare you? And, you know, we here have the facilities to let you rest and recuperate, and I thought I would, you know, I I would not be doing my job properly if I did not offer you that hospitality first. So, please, I I would um... advise you to, to rest. Gerald is currently sat on the floor. He's, let's not forget that he has rubbish literally covering his entire body. 
Um, and he is using a single paper clip to dig into the dirt. There's dirt going on him. He thinks he's seeing the dead and he's just slowly shoveling through the dirt. Gerald's just digging with a paper clip. Just digging. <laughs> okay. Just digging. Oh I can see the dead. I'm just digging. Ion's okay. gonna walk over to Gerald and kind of crouch down and go, "Hey, buddy, what you what you doing there? You digging a hole? Are you are you dead? Is uh, this is this is this it? Oh, I, I'm terribly sorry. I am not in fact dead. Stops, I can understand uh, how you might think that, but he stops shoveling and looks up. You're you're alive. I'm as alive as you are. Uh, Look, okay. And he kind of holds his arm out in front of you. Gerald reaches out to grab it. He's like, okay, okay. It's and solid. Slowly, <laughs> slowly gets up. Oh my god! Could you imagine if you were like, <laughs> you, you feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uses Ion to like get himself up he like looks at his friends realises that he's gone a bit um, <laughs> he's gone down an interesting path and starts to try and peel the rubbish off of him <laughs> you know Xander is giving Gerald that, that hard reset okay no judgement here from Xander that was a crazy time Gerald you take all the time you need yeah, yeah, and he's using he's a paper clip to take the yeah. rubbish off, nice. shovel it off. Got to use a paper clip, only thing you can use. I think he's not noticing what's going on with them. She saw Ion turn away and talk to Gerald, and then is now like running around trying to figure out where she is. Like, what is going on? Whoa, 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 whoa! Binky, 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 look at me, okay? Look, everything's fine. I understand how you might be uh, distressed in this situation. You're in a place you don't know. You're with a person you don't know who's supposed to be dead. I get it. I get it, okay? But, but, how about you just give me a chance for just a moment? Why? Well, I honestly, I, I can't give you an answer other than I'm, I'm putting all my, uh, putting all my trust in you, in a way. No, because I have trusted every single person that we've ever met here, and Dolomite tried to kill us. I liked Jeezy. He was my friend. And then now we don't, we're not trusting Death. Death was one of the big guys. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, Binky, there's, there's a lot of people feeling that way. Um, and I, I, I actually, I, look, I'm part of a organization, let's say, that is hoping to change that. There's been a lot of upset recently, and, and we're trying to put a stop to that. But to do that, we need your three, your three's help. Well, then you need to give us more information. I will give you more information in time, but it's just, I, I, I do think you need to rest. But I can give you this. Look, I'm here. I am unarmed. I am, I, I understand you're in a place that you don't know, but Here's here's your option, okay? If you want out of this, I can open up a open up a hole right back to the bureau. I can send you back wherever you want. Uh, you know, no questions asked. But if you trust me and come with me, I can offer you more than that. 
Gerald Binky. stands up. Sorry, sorry, Binky. <laughs> Go ahead. Gerald stands up and brushes, hopefully, the last piece of rubbish off of him. Really, really looking for him not to have any rubbish on him now. Just uh, visual, visualize that. Um, he stands up. He says, "I trust you." Thank you, Gerald. I appreciate that. <clears throat> Binky finally feels like she is somewhere that feels slightly safer and she just sits on the floor curls up in a ball and weeps like loud sobs and they're like uncontrollable tears of anger and sadness and confusion uh Ion's gonna kind of stand there for a moment and just let it let it happen um unmoving he's kind of uh so still that he kind of blends into the scenery almost um and and just stands there for a few moments and lets lets it happen xander uh, has a <clears throat> handkerchief that he uses to like mop his brow every so often and he uh he reaches over and dangles it in front of binky Binky doesn't notice it. She's got her head in her knees and she's just like rocking and crying. Just completely okay. having a meltdown. Okay. Uh, he takes the handkerchief and mops his brow. <laughs> now, I, I, uh, look, you've all had a rough time. I get it, but you're safe here. Um, but we should move further in. We've, there's people you need to meet, okay? Do you think, uh, do you think you can all stand and and follow me just a little bit further? Is it is it clear that we're on Heim? Um, y- yeah. So you um you you recognize this dirt like right. it's uh, it's it's Heim dirt. You've been there enough that it's it's pretty obviously Heim, okay. but you don't know where. You're underground somewhere. Um, the the opposite side of this tunnel. There's lots of little holes going off to, in various directions of this room. It looks like a kind of rabbit warren nexus um but there is a large tunnel which is where ion uh, presumably came from um mm. which disappears just in a straight line like a hundred feet and then disappears into darkness uh, and he gestures to it and says uh as soon as you're ready we're gonna head this way i go over to binky and put my hand on her shoulder and just stand there for a little bit feeling the emotion Binky's not gonna move or respond or anything she's just full completely lost sense of everything around her but in a way that that people know that if they go on without her she will catch up to them this is not like where she's closing the door on the journey Binky, we we're going to give you some space. Um but am I right in thinking, friend, that we're going through that tunnel there? We're going through this tunnel, yeah. Uh, so Binky, when you're ready you can catch up to us. Is that okay? Binky nods. Okay. Stay strong, Binky. Um <clears throat> Ion uh Stands by the hole and, and, and looks at you all and says, uh, So, uh, are you ready? Ready as I'll ever be, Ion. 
Okay, Ready. right this way. <clears throat> uh, and he begins walking down the tunnel. And if you're following him, uh, he starts he starts monologuing. Uh, no, I. <laughs> uh, he turns to you all and says, "Look, uh, I mentioned earlier that I'm part of an organization down here, and uh, we're pretty new. Uh, and I, as I said, I know you've got a lot of questions, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna rest first. But the first thing I can tell you is that the name of this organization, at least as it stands, is the Idlers Club." You, you may have heard of us before, or rumors of us before. We're kind of off-the-books association of gods that, well, for whatever reason, we don't believe that the way things are running at the moment are the way they should be run. The, uh, the High Council has a lot of power, and we think they're abusing that power. And... Uh, we, we set up a base on Heim here just to make sure that there was some sort of opposition. <clears throat> and as he's doing this, you're working, walking forward further and further into this tunnel. And eventually you see a kind of hazy light at the end of it. <clears throat> uh, and as he walks towards it and the picture comes into view, he gestures with his right hand and says, Welcome to the Adler's Club. And you walk into the light and you're kind of blinded for a moment by it. And then when things come into focus, you see a large underground chamber with dirt walls, but there's various bits of panels that have been put in for like structural reasons. There are these large metal columns at regular intervals that seem to be holding the roof up. Uh, and you can see that the roof itself is made up of just a tangle of uh, tree roots that are all just woven together into a kind of wooden ceiling. Um, there are maybe about 30, 40 people milling about in here, uh, gods. Um, you recognize some of them as other minor gods that you've maybe worked with before, uh, <clears throat> uh, but most of them are unknown to you. Um, as he walks, as you walk in, um, a figure comes up to you. Give me a moment. Uh, a old, uh, an old woman, maybe in a kind of 70s, if by, by human standards, uh, has a kind of humanoid appearance um, with a uh, wart on the side of her nose and silvery hair pulled back into a very tight bun and kind of hunched shoulders, uh, shuffles up to you and goes, Hello, uh, nice to see you back, Ion. It's been a while. Another scouting mission, successful. I see you've brought friends. And gestures to the three of you. Uh, and he goes, <clears throat> uh, yeah, Grylo, we, uh, <clears throat> we, uh, we found him. We got him here safe. That's, uh, that's, it's a win in my book. And Grylo, who has been, uh, named now, uh, turns, <laughs> turns to you guys and says, well, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you all. I'm the quartermaster here and I'll be showing you to your rooms. <clears throat> um, wasn't there supposed to be three of you? Binky is uh, on the way. She's just uh, gathering herself. Ah, okay. I see. No worries, no worries. I, I, I'll take you two to your rooms first then, shall I? And she looks at Ion for confirmation. He just nods his head. Um, right this way. She leads um, you. Th oh, go on. Sorry, Gryla. Just as uh, yes. walking. Uh, are you are you a god? Yes, I am. 
Are you the god of something? I am indeed. My domain is alliteration. Alliteration? Yes. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> it's fabulous something. fun. Yeah. But I'm not a performer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just do my job on command. <laughs> oh, Joel does a lot of stuff with paper clips. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Joel's really got into it, I guess, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, you see, sometimes my domain must take a back seat to my duties here at the Idlers Club, but I can alliterate awesomely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> you really are the god of alliteration, aren't you? I can blast out brilliant bon mots at a pace of Bertie Burr. <laughs> How is she doing this? What an awesome display of um, linguistic skill. Divine power at its core. Yeah, Gerald and uh, Gerald and Xander both are like hair is blown back. <laughs> and there's like a bright light in our eyes. Do not doubt the divine power of my majesty. <laughs> Wow! Anyway, yes, yes, I am. I am the god of alliteration. <clears throat> but I, I, I joined a, a while back in order to keep things organised around here. Uh, so I'll give you a proper tour later. But uh, if you'd like to see your rooms, I can take you there. Unless, unless you'd like the tour first, you know, it's, it's up to you. I just, she looks at Gerald and says, you just look a little tired. <laughs> um, do you have um, a, a bath here? Um, any, any kind of basin, really fresh water, preferably hot? Yes, we, we have, um, we, we, we have washing facilities, yes. Yes, I, I, I'd really like to to go there, please. There, there are washing facilities in your room as well. I will say that, but um, there, there is a communal kind of spa and bathhouse down here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Gerald's so, like, yeah, I guess I'll go to the communal one. No, he's going. That's, he's that's gonna more go of to a, his... you know. Well, that's more of a luxury retreat more than anything. Yes, yes, of course. Um, so it uh, depends what kind of thing you're after. I, I think you maybe wants, we, we we should. Uh, hole up in our rooms until Binky feels a bit better, gives us a chance to have a rest, and then maybe explore the the club a little bit. Sounds wonderful. In which case, um, come right this way and I'll take you there. Um, and she begins heading down a corridor. Uh, you wind through uh, various tunnels and eventually get to one uh, that, that has three... Uh, well, actually, four rooms offshoots. One of them is just closed. A, a door is kind of put in the way. Uh, the other three do have doors. Um, they seem to be, again, roots that have grown over the door frame. And when Gryler approaches, she just touches the center of it, and it just uh, retracts into the wall uh, from the center, like a kind of radial outwards uh, effect, and then uh, lets you inside. And she says, uh, Xander, hmm, is, am I pronouncing that right? Hmm? Yes. Yes. Xander, hmm. <laughs> hmm? Hmm? Yes, Xander. Hmm. 
<laughs> yes. This could go hmm. on for hours. <laughs> <laughs> right here. I don't know why right. my voice yeah. suddenly. <laughs> right here. <laughs> right here, yes. <laughs> this is your room. And she oh. gestures inside. Marvellous. Uh, you see a, 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 it's a pretty simple uh, dirt room again, but uh, there's been some curtains put up and there's a, a, a nice neat desk in one corner, uh, a simple bed with gray uh, bed sheets on it. And there is a second table at the left-hand side of the room with a large machine on it. Uh, this machine has four kind of crane-like arms with pincers on the end that uh, kind of hang down limp at the moment. Uh, but they all stem outwards from a central console with hundreds of buttons on it. Um, and under it is a kind of handwritten sign uh, in, in terrible handwriting on a piece of cardboard that says um, uh, Sorter Max 3000. <laughs> <laughs> That's really got you, Miles. <laughs> Sorry, I got myself. But, um, sort of Max 3000. Uh, and the three's the wrong way around. <laughs> you really enjoy that. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing a kind of Wallace and Gromit invention. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what I was going for. Anyway. Um, Yes, uh, and and there is this central control panel with hundreds of different buttons on it, um, and she gestures in and says, "Please have at." <laughs> uh, Xander, one Xander does that does that thing where he like looks over at uh, Gerald and uh, Gryla was her name. Yeah, yeah, Gryla. Yeah, and sort of takes a couple of steps and looks back just to see if you guys are. Yep, yeah, okay, and she takes another few steps towards the machine, then switches attention to the machine, presses a button. Press another uh, button. When you press the second button, one of the crane arms just like whips up, grabs a pen out of your pocket, and just lobs it across the room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. I press more buttons. Like like uh, a, but like a, like a conductor conducting a symphony, <laughs> like uh, furiously tapping, but everything is on purpose. The frame goes into slow motion <laughs> um, and your fingers kind of pull back and forth and mash these buttons in a, in a rhythmic, you're kind of, there's a massive smile on your face. Um, and yeah, these arms begin just grabbing things from various points in the room and shifting them around. It grabs the bed at one point and just shifts it about an inch closer to the wall. And then it just knocks something off the desk and then it runs over and just moves Gerald. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um yeah, and eventually this this uh, symphonic uh, event comes to an end, and uh, you, you, the machine dies back down to its dormant form. Yes, oh. this will do uh, nicely. Thank you, Gryla. No problem. Uh, I was told I was instructed to make this these, these rooms to your liking. Uh, <clears throat> I, I hope it's uh, I hope it's I hope it's good. You'll have to say thank you to Polly. On your way out. She designed I, this machine. Perfect, I shall do. Yes. But more of that later. Um, Gerald. Yes? Would you like to come this way? Yes. And she touches the, the door on the room opposite and the roots grow back. And inside, you see a, a glimmer 
there's a glimmer of light. And as the room comes into focus, the walls are just plastered with paper clips of different sizes. There are tiny, oh. tiny, tiny little paper clips. There are oh, huge paper clips. Above the, there's like a bed that is um, against the far wall, and above it, there is like a, a shield made out of paper clips with two giant paper clips crossed oh, behind it. Um, there is a table made out of paper clips, and to your right, there is another table, and on on it is a uh, a kind of contraption of some sort. It's like a big metal box with a lever on the right hand side. I want to pull the lever. Um, as you as you pull it, the top of the machine, the top of the box, just uh, slots open, and you see a groove in the middle of the box in the shape of a paperclip, and some hot liquid just fills up the groove, and then you see it harden into metal, and then um, a paperclip forms inside the the press. Oh my goodness. Is that the X4300? It is. You've got a good eye for paperclip machines. <laughs> Gerald just like doesn't even hear her. <laughs> He's like already thinking about what else he can put into the mold. <laughs> <laughs> You can just just about put any metal in there. I mean, we yeah, just yeah, put yeah, some yeah, steel yeah, in. Yeah, for... yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, you know, don't you? <laughs> From like, uh, is my room across the hall, or like, am I a neighbour? Uh, like directly across the room, parallel. Yeah, across so the hall, sorry, yeah. Um, from like my doorway, I'm playing with the machine. You see his hands flying everywhere, and I go, "Where'd you get, Gerald? It's it's the X four three hundred, Xander. I don't know what that is. It's just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I've got to guess paper clips. Uh, yeah, but it's a Xander, it's a little bit more than just good for you. I, uh, yeah, good for you, Gerald. yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Gryla, uh goes and stands back out in the hallway and looks at you both and goes, "I hope you're, hope you're happy with your dormitories." Um, but wasn't there a third? And then the camera flashes back to Binky. What's Binky doing? Binky has given herself a little pep talk. Your friends have gone. You need to go find them. You don't know where you are. You should all stick together. And she pulls herself up off the floor and drags herself through the whole passageway and just like slinks on through towards where her friends went. Uh, as you get towards the end of the tunnel, you see Ion is kind of posted up outside and he sees you coming and turns around and says, Hi, Binky. You feeling better? I suppose so. Look, I I'm sorry that my introduction couldn't be handled with more grace, but in these times, we don't know who we're going to meet. Well... Thanks for giving me my space. I think I'm I think I'm ready to be back with my friends now. That's good. Um I tell you, I've got to run off to the command corner, but uh <clears throat> my friend Torpek here will uh, will will escort you. He's my head of security. And a a perfectly round 
man <laughs> comes around the corner uh, with a completely bald head, um, no eyebrows, and no visible hair on his body at all. Um, and he comes around the corner and kind of stares at you and goes, Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um. Hi. What's your name? Um. <laughs> Torpec. Hi, Torpec. I'm the head of um, security. <sighs> no, no. Um, right this, um, right this way. <clears throat> oh, I'm not sure about this guy. And he pauses for a moment and he doesn't blink this whole time uh, and and then just turns around and starts walking at a, at a very slow but, but, but graceful pace. He's kind of gliding along the floor almost um, and, and starts heading down the corridors. Do you follow? Yeah, Binky follows. Um, he eventually arrives outside uh, the dormitories <laughs> where you guys currently are. And he, uh, he goes, um, hi, hi guys. Gerald is um, currently making paperclip snow angels and throwing paperclips up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Watch out for the arm. Oh, will do. And he gestures to Binky um, and touches the, the third door uh, and it opens up. Hi. Winky. Hi, Binky. Have you seen the paperclips? It's really, it, it's, it's really cool, guys. I'm, I'm so many of them. Check out your room, Binky. Okay. Uh, are you going in? Yeah. As you head in, uh, the room is completely dark. Uh, and it's, it's very quiet in here. And then you hear a kind of um, slight blowing coming from the roof, kind of slight breeze. Um, and then you hear... And a tiny little fluorescent bubble appears in the air and just floats. It's the only thing you can see in this kind of void of a room. Uh, and it just floats down towards you, lands at your feet, and then just pops on the floor. Uh, and then you hear another. And the room begins to be lit up by uh, multicolored fluorescent bubbles that are coming from a kind of disco ball in the roof. Uh, but instead of reflective sides on the disco ball, it's just covered in holes uh, out of which a bubble forms every couple of seconds. Uh, so there's just a shower of bubbles coming out and disco filling the room. <laughs> um, there is a, a, a bed in the corner, but it's just a kind of completely round cushion, like a bubble. Um, there is a desk in the corner, but it's, it's, it's still kind of a rectangular shape, but all the corners are rounded and it looks like a bubble. Uh, <laughs> this is Binky's dream. Uh, and you see a small dial on the wall. Oh. 
Venki doesn't know who to, what to trust at this point. <laughs> she doesn't know what to do. She doesn't want to touch anything, but also wants to touch everything. <laughs> oh, she can't resist. She runs up to the dial and twists it. <laughs> Which way are you twisting it, right or left? <laughs> clockwise. Clockwise. As you twist it clockwise, uh, noise erupts from your room and thousands of bubbles begin pouring out of the disco ball. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the room fills up until it's, it's basically, you can't see anything in this room other than the, the, the kind of fluorescent neon light. It's a foam party. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a more frantic bubble noise. I wish I could. Foam um, party in Binky's room. Uh, Xander comes charging in. Gerald stays where he is because the paper clips don't mix well with the bubbles. Oh, sure. Yeah. Come here, he Gerald. Want to it doesn't he doesn't matter want to if you it. pop them. They'll just make more. Yeah, okay. Zan- and he yeah. bundles up a huge <laughs> amount of paper clips and comes running in. <laughs> Still really, really dirty. <laughs> 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 they said there was going to be a basin. I don't know. It's Zander's okay. Like, bubbles, they're soapy. Xander's two foot jumping onto bubbles like. Oosh. <laughs> <laughs> Every, like, third bubble doesn't pop, and you just kind of bounce off, but then you hit Whoa. another bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so much fun! Do you think Gerald gets clean by being in the bubbles? Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say yeah. I'm yeah, why not? Yeah. He, gets a little cleaner. Yes. he gets a little cleaner. <laughs> the room just gets a bit smellier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys are being so nice to Gerald. He he must smell awful. Gerald went through a lot back then. He did. Is Torpex still here? Yeah, Torpex just standing awkwardly in the doorway. Just staring. Xander's going to... Torpex, come and play! Um... Okay. And he kind of walks in and pops a bubble and then just stands there. Yeah! Torpex! Torpex! That's it. That's all he says. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just clearing my throat. <laughs> oh, it's up. Okay. What do you do? Um, what's, Are you a god, Torpak? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Xander does like eyes at Big Kid Gerald. <laughs> what, um, what are you the god of, Torpak? What was, what was that? Uh, could he you? <coughs> awkward, awkward pauses. Oh, <laughs> That's brilliant. Wow, you're good at what you do. <laughs> but I'm also um head of uh, head of security. <laughs> Oh, how long have you been with the idlers? um, One, two, three, four, five, two years, two years, (laughs) two years. Why? (laughs) Is that how old the idlers is? Um, it's, it's older. Than, than that I, I I was an early member um, but uh, well Ion was one of the founders 
I think it's maybe 10, 15 years old. Okay. Okay. Well, look, Torberg, maybe we'll we'll take a second just to get our stuff together. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for bringing Binky back to us. And I guess we'll see you later for for dinner or a tour or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you. (laughs) We'll, the three of us, will just be hanging out here. Okay. Just to Um, sort of catch up by ourselves. Do you want me to, uh, to to go? You want me to? Just because I don't want to keep you from other duties. Oh! Okay. Okay. Excruciating. <laughs> he, he just turns around, uh, takes about three steps, and then turns around. Looks like he's going to say something, and then he leaves. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Gerald is running through bubbles, doing <laughs> <laughs> paper clips in the air. Binky's making angels, just like in the middle of the room, out of this foam. And uh, Xander is frantically turning the dial, like tiny degrees. <laughs> <laughs> to, to change from what it was. Yeah, the, but the sound of the bubbles changes from kind of... To <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think he's going bouncing on the big bubble bed. <laughs> <laughs> can we, can oh, we have... Wanna, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, I want to cast dancing lights as well so they all like, light up. <laughs> the, uh, the, the lights kind of refract through all the bubbles and, and rainbow lasers are kind of sent off them. Uh, that's how light works, right? <laughs> 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 That's all I need to know. It's yeah. like disco time. Can we get some disco like groovy, f- like funky music? <laughs> oh, I could like play. I could like play s- s- spoons, but with um. I'm extremely skilled with baby clips. Binky pulls out her flute and joins in. Like all of these like people of the idlers are like, God, it's just so bad. And all they hear is The camera cuts to like next door where there's a god in like a sleeping hat who looks like Scrooge and he's like and then it cuts back to you guys. I've like taken, uh, I, I, I don't know if I said I was wearing, oh yeah, I, I was wearing it. I've taken it off and I'm like th- like swirling it around my head like a ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we do this uh, after after a while when we're all like pooped out from partying? Can we all like do that thing that they, that shot that they have in movies, which is like the camera's pointed at the ground and the three friends all like fall onto the ground next to each other, all like staring up Aww. and like pointing at the bubbles and stuff. Yeah, your three heads that kind of looks land like a, sea like a triangle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. What a day, guys. Oh, that was exactly what I needed. I'm yeah. glad you're back with us, Binky. Guys, do I... Do I smell? But, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Binky, you went through a lot <laughs> back there. Uh, you've been incredibly brave this whole time. And, and in the face of all of that danger and horror, you are somehow still a wonderful, kind, excitable god. 
Yeah, and now I think we should collectively tell Gerald to go for a shower. <laughs> Three, two, one. Go, go for, a for a shower, Gerald. Ah, <laughs> <Aww>, you guys. <laughs> we all laughed too much. Just three friends. That's in the house. <laughs> Jobs. <laughs> um, Gerald takes the hint. <laughs> Do I have like a paperclip bath or something? Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And there's an alcove in one of the corners of the room where the, it's like there's a shower curtain, but it's made out of paperclip chains. Oh, <laughs> nice. I love it. Uh, I love it so and much. And you pull it aside, and it's just one. It's a. It's. It is a shower, unfortunately, but it looks like a paperclip. It's been like curled over several oh. times. Uh, to, to mimic the shape of a paperclip, but there was the one thing they needed plumbing for. So, um. <laughs> paperclip. <laughs> yeah, I go and, you know, clean myself up. Um, whilst that's happening, uh, uh, Binky and Xander, are you doing anything? Just just a quick sit. Quick yeah, sit. Yeah, I, I just sit. want to make sure that Binky's okay, really. Just checking in, Binky, you know. We, we obviously got away from that danger but I, i'm afraid to say it doesn't seem like the the danger or fraughtness is going anywhere there's still work to be done i know it's just it's all a lot for me because i mean i'm the god of bubbles and all i know is fun and happiness and light stuff and this is all just really heavy uh, i can understand that pinky but but surely i mean has your entire life just been about fun and bubbles and excitement i've never known anything like this i've never How i've never i've mm -hmm. never seen a god die in front of me i've never had to kill things like 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 dolomite i've i've never had I've never expected a friend to not be a friend. I understand that, Winky. But I think um, sometimes we need a reminder about why fun things like bubbles are so fun. And it's because this universe isn't all fun and bubbles and paper clips. It's actually quite dark. Sander? Okay. What do you think's happening? I don't know, Binky. It seems uh, something very dark and foul is afoot. I think the system that we always believed in is deeply flawed, and the gods that we believe to be moral, upstanding, Pure are actually corrupt to the very bottom. I think he has a little giggle about the way you said that. <laughs> What's so because... funny? No, nothing. Just bottom. <laughs> Xander like um, frowns a little bit, but inside is like quite pleased that he was able to make Binky laugh. Do gonna get my paper. Do do do. Sounds like Joel Sharon. 
do. What's that loose paper? I don't think so. Do you think he's improvising, or do you think that's a song that he straight up sings, like he knows? I think it's his theme tune that he made for himself. He just named a product. X4300. Is it an advert for the X4300, do we think? I... I think he just really likes what he does. No more loose paper, no, no, no more. Yeah, I think we could be sure that Gerald seems to be one of those moral upstanding uh, gods that I was talking about. As do yeah. you, Binky. Aw. As do you, Xander. Well, Occasionally. I smile as I slowly turn the dial. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get get out uh, after my <laughs> after my debut song, um, and uh, I assume am I drying with a, a towel made of paper clips? Or... Um, yeah, well, it's it's like straw that's been woven into paper clips. <laughs> really running out of paper clip things here. <laughs> He's like pretending he's enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is really authentic. Um, and once you're all ready, um, Gryla appears. A few hours go by. If there's anything else you want to do, you can do it. Um, but eventually Gryla's going to appear around the corner and um, peek her head in and see you all uh, relaxing and and say <clears throat> ah, i i see you all look a lot better the, the colors come back to your face and you seem a lot livelier <clears throat> how are you feeling good thank you these rooms are magnificent yes they're magnificent manifestations of uh, <laughs> i'm getting old a <laughs> uh, quick question dm um oh, yes. quick rulesy question does this count as a rest uh this counts as a short rest yeah why not? Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Here on Kobold and Co, we take our rules very seriously. <laughs> yeah, you've been there uh, long enough that, yeah, you can, anything that recharges on a short rest, go ahead and yeah, apply that. Cool. Um, I don't think I have anything anyway. I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> um, for those at home who don't know, on a short rest, you can roll hit dice, which uh, re replenish your health a certain amount. But I think at the moment everyone's but we'll see uh, if anyone's rolling hit dice let me know uh, if anyone at home is rolling hit dice let me know uh, <laughs> give us a call in <laughs> um, uh, Gryla turns to you all and says <clears throat> um, uh, yes yes I'm glad you enjoy the rooms um, now I was going to offer you free, free roam of the base now I'm sure you're curious about your surroundings um, I can either uh, I, I can point out a few locations where you might be interested in, in restocking or resupplying, uh, but Ion does want to see you uh, soon at the command corner. Um, but he's he's in no rush. He's going over some paperwork and some intelligence. Uh, so make your way there in your own time. But feel free to explore. Gryla? Yes? And I, like, wave her over to come sit next to me on the bed. Gryla turns to you, Binky, and says, Yes, my dear, how can I help? Could you please tell me what's going on here? Yes, of course. Uh, what would you like to know? 
Who are you? What's this place? How did we get here? What's, when, how long's it been going on for? Why are you here? Why do people think that Ion's dead? Everything. Uh, Gryla, about 15 years, you fell down a hole. Uh, they think he's dead because uh, he framed uh, the, the murderer, his murderer. Do you know who his murderer is? I don't is? think that was the right order, but I tried. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we, we do know, actually. Um, he escaped, you see. Who is he? Uh, or look, she, I, or I, they? I, I could tell you that. Uh, I, I think Ion did want to brief you fully on the details, but he, he was attacked, you see. Um, the, the higher-ups aren't so much a fan of this little club of ours, uh, which is why we, why we have to stay underground. When was he attacked? Uh, around the time of his murder, or supposed murder, at least. Okay, so, and who did it? Look, I know that you're eager. Oh, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me telling you. Okay, look, there was a uh, there was there was a member of the uh, IT department called Sparks, who was the god of copper. And Sparks was sent to assassinate uh, our dear friend Ion, uh, but failed, you see. There was, a, there was actually an, a, an earlier attempt by Gleemore, God of Light, who I believe you've had the displeasure of running into yourselves. Um, but anyway, after that failed, they sent Sparks on another mission. Uh, Sparks also failed, but this time... In fighting back, Ion was able to best him, and he thought it would be, would be the best option to leave the body of Sparks with identification that might suggest it was, in fact, Ion. Uh, because if someone was hunting him down, the easiest way to throw them off the scent was, would be to assure them that they had been successful. How, how did Ion kill them? How did Ion kill them? Uh, well, you'll have to ask him. He's, he's not been particularly forthcoming with some of that information. Uh, but oh. as you can imagine, he, he bears a great weight over it, morally speaking. Why should we trust you? Look, my dear, you don't have to trust me if you don't want to, but I've provided you with rooms and I've provided you with safety and I've given you no reason not to trust me. That's true. Sometimes in this world we have to learn when to choose who to trust. Mm. So trust me or don't, but I'm busy. How many rooms are there here? And when she says that, by the way, she has a kind of warm smile on. It's not as mean as I made it sound. <laughs> <laughs> How many rooms? Uh, well, we, we have about um, uh, 200 members in total, uh, but only about half of them have permanent rooms. So I would say we have about 125 rooms in operation at any given time and a few spares left over, but we mostly use those for storage. Uh, that's personal rooms, of course. Uh, we also have various facilities, which uh, you're more than welcome to explore, if you like, on your way to the command corner. We have uh, Tinker Tunnel. If you're looking for any magical items, that's where uh, our dear friend Polly, god of plastic, uh, is taking up residence. Uh, it's also, we have Alchemy Alcove, if you'd like to take a trip over there. And of course, uh, we have the command corner, where our dear friend Ion spends the majority of his time these days. 
Okay. Thank, thank you. Um, last question. Yes? Can you tell me everything you know about death? Death the god? Yes. Hmm. You see, I used to work fairly closely with death, um, memento moris and all that, um, <clears throat> but <laughs> he's, he's a tricky individual. He, he was always difficult to work with to some degree. Um, what you need to know about him is that he projects a lot of backbone, but he's not clever enough to be in charge of this. There's, um, there's more forces at play here, but Ion will fill you in on these things. But now we're really straying into territory that I'm not authorized to give you that information at this time. How do you know that you can trust Ion? Well, that's a good question. Uh, you remember what I said about choosing who to trust? I have chosen to put my trust in Ion because he has led our people here to relative safety in a time where many of us have been attacked by the High Council. Well, thank you for talking to me. Of course, any time. Is there anything else I can help with? I think, I think that's all for now. Very well. Thank you. Well, if you require my help, you know where to find me. You do know where to find me, right? No. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought I said. Um, I I live just off the left of Tinker Tunnel. So if you if you ever go there, you can you can find me. Um, just ask Polly. She'll she'll direct you. Um, Thank you. No problem. Hope you're all settling in well. And yes, make your way to the command corner when you have time. But feel free to explore. Uh, and she begins to shuffle off back down the corridor. Do you guys want to explore some places? Yeah, I want to visit Tinker Tunnel. Is that just so you can move things around? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat just starts to drip from the top of the head. Well, you think there'll be small things I can move around? Well, <laughs> I, well, I don't know if there's... Oh, Xander... Xander runs out of the room, like, uh, skids <laughs> over to the other side of the corridor and smashes into the wall, bounces off and starts running towards Tinker Tunnel. I follow. <laughs> Um, if, you, if you're heading to Tinker Tunnel, uh, it, it's it's a bit of a winding pattern. You have to stop and ask people on the way to get there, but you do eventually uh, find your way. And um, you eventually arrive, and you see a large circular room. Uh, this one, there's, there's much less dirt here than the rest of it. It's been panelled almost completely. There's, there's no gaps in the wall here. Um, with these large stainless steel... Uh, panels uh, that, that bounce the light and heat back into it. So it's a bit sweltering in here. And in the center of the room is a circular um, uh, kind of basin within which a blue fire burns and, and, and crackles. And you can see um, occasional sparks flying out of it and landing on the steel and just burning scorch marks into it. Uh, and sat uh, cross-legged on hovering above this fire is a uh, uh, a figure who I don't think you've seen before. No. Um, she has a rusty hammer behind her ear. She's about eight feet tall. Um, huge, uh, huge figure, kind of wearing these overalls 
and with soot-stained hands, and is just currently uh, with impossible kind of delicacy of of movements in her hands, working on this tiny little clockwork contraption of some sort. And and she's like eight feet tall, uh, but the intricacy with which she's working is is impressive, even from this distance. And you can see like tiny little cogs whirring uh, and a look of intense concentration on her face. Uh, Xander does the same thing he did back, all the way back in episode one, which is uh, sort of tap on the wall with his knuckles next to where they come in and go, oh, knock, knock. <laughs> 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 Um, Polly looks up from the from the machine she's holding and goes, "Who?" Are? And then the machine just bursts up in smoke and covers her face, and she's like, "Hello." Um, well, I suppose that's ruined, <clears throat> and drops it in the fire and just uncrosses her legs and kind of floats down towards you and just lands uh, swiftly on the ground. Um, Hello, I don't believe we've had the pleasure. Uh, Hi, you you must be Polly. Yes, that's me. Uh, I, 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 as I say, I don't think I've met you. What's, uh, do you. Can I help you? We are new members of the Idlers Club. Uh, we, we were told to come take a look to see what uh, trinkets you had for us. Ah, you're the strays that Ion brought in yesterday, right? Yeah, or today. I don't know. I lose track of time. Um, well, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, can I can I get your names? I, I, my name's Polly, as I've said. We all <laughs> stare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's like enamoured by her. I think he's like, whoa. You're a quiet bunch, aren't you? <laughs> Xander, hmm, let's just say this. Gerald. Xander, hmm. hmm. Gerald, pleasure. I, I'm Binky. 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 Hmm. Pleasure to meet you all. Uh, what are your domains, if, if you don't mind me asking? Bubbles? You? Oh, wait, I already know. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> uh, bubbles. Uh, That's very nice. My, uh, my domain is things that you thought were in a slightly different place. Ah, she kind of holds the hammer behind her ear and says, don't try that in here. <laughs> Xander goes, <laughs> and then no, his smile immediately drops because he was thinking of trying. Uh, paper clips. So, uh, yeah. Need paper oh, no, clips? I've, deal, I've got but, some paper clips. Uh, paper um, clips. You've, oh, you've I'll... got paper clips. You've got paper clips? Yes. Sorry, I thought you... I, I see you are the god of paperclips. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Um, yes, I have some here, probably. You, 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 do, you, do you make paperclips? I can do. I can make almost anything. Not to brag. That's just, you know, I'm aware of my own capabilities. <laughs> Xander reaches out a hand to Gerald's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> but they're probably... Are they, would they be plastic paperclips? Uh, yes, pretty much. I, I pretty much only work with plastic. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Plastic paperclip. I, I must say, I'm, I'm no expert. You'll, you'd be the expert, I'm, I'm sure. I just, yes. I, I'm, I'm aware right. of their construction, you know, in the same way that I know how to make pens, but you don't see stylus getting at, getting at me. <laughs> uh, no is stylus, stylus a member of the Idlers Club? Uh, stylus is a member of the Idlers Club, yes. Hmm. You know. um, did you make the bubble machine in my room? I did, yes. In fact, I made all the machines in all of your rooms. Uh, I was 
I, I, I was hoping you'd uh, you'd like them. Did you like them? I, I, we loved it. Oh, well. Yeah, absolutely bowled over by them. Oh, well, that's that's fantastic news. <laughs> I guess Thank I could you. have done with more paper clips. I don't know. You wanted more paper clips. I don't know. You know, just saying. Uh, she turns around and walks to the back of the room uh, and just presses one of the panels and it just flips over uh, and there's just like these solid gold ingots in the in the wall just like clasped in like, leather straps which she undoes uh, she undoes and, and takes the ingot one of the ingots out takes it over the fire just tosses it in uh, and it instantly melts in the fire uh, she takes the hammer out from behind her ear and holds it over the fire and waits and waits and this uh, liquid swirls round above the fire and eventually, just as it, in a split second, forms uh, the shape of a paperclip, she whacks the hammer and it just <clears throat> falls out of the fireplace and lands at your feet and there's a solid gold Oh, wow. She's so cool. She's very, oh. very cool. Oh, you think you're something. No, no. <laughs> doesn't do that. Oh, take it easy, Joe. Roll initiative. No. <laughs> Lock him off. No, Gerald's like, oh my God. Oh, I, I, look, I'm sorry. I, I I have a habit of showing off like this. Uh, it's terrible of oh, me, but... Paper, um, paper clip, hold. You're more than welcome to have it. <laughs> he like <laughs> tumbles down into the floor and grabs it. And then he like... Um, I'm assuming it's not massive, right? It's like no, it's about the size. It's slightly bigger than a normal paperclip. Oh, right, okay. I, and I know, I know paperclips. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he like he like make quickly in quick time makes a little uh, like necklace out of paperclips and then adds the paperclip to the to that and then puts it around his neck. Polly sees you do that and goes, "Wow, that was quick craftsmanship. That's yeah. that's quite impressive, Gerald." Uh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Can you teach me how to do that? No, to be honest, it's really <laughs> oh. just a... It's really Trade just, secret. You just kind of have to be born with it, I guess. Because I, I am the god it. of paperclips, which is, which is impressive. And I'm glad that you've acknowledged that. Well, I'd never want to infringe on your domain. That would be, uh, that would be unkind of me. <laughs> um, anyway, is there, is there anything in particular I can help you with being here? Well, uh, I don't um, suppose you just came to chat. <laughs> Although that would be... Marvellous. Um, no. We can talk. Um, we, um, <laughs> we, we are obviously caught up in something quite uh, significant here, and we don't know if that might involve some combat in the near future. Some, uh, some, some, uh, we might be in the need of some defences or some attacking materials. We might need something for a quick escape, perhaps. Uh, we don't know what we might need, so we, we're interested in anything that you might be offering out. Uh, some of your wares. Well, um, I, I am the official uh, craftsperson here, and I, I can pretty much make anything you're after. So it will take time, of course, and maybe some resources here and there. But uh, if, if there's anything in particular you're after, uh, I, I can certainly sort that out. I have a few things in reserve, don't get me wrong, but... Um, uh, I can I, I can just about fashion anything your your imagination can 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 manage to bring up, not to brag, but <laughs> wow! Yeah. I would like paperclip knuckle dusters, please. Paperclip knuckle dusters, <laughs> hmm. interesting. You see, she grabs the hammer, uh, goes to back to the um, one of the panels on the walls, 
and uh, swings it open. Uh, pulls out a slightly different shade of metal. Uh, but this time, instead of being in an ingot, it's just lots of tiny little balls. And she, uh, like, like marble-sized balls. And she just tosses them up into the air and they begin revolving around her hand. Um, and then she whacks one of them with the hammer. It pings around the room and bounces off about six different walls and then hits into the other ones. And they just fuse into um, f like four different... Uh, balls linked by paper clips that can wrap around your knuckles and she hands them over to you yes. <sighs> that'll do i mean if i had more time i could probably fashion something a little yeah i know kind of uh, same kind of same so it's this time thing really isn't it yeah you know what it's like you right it, I, know, a, I, I, I totally get, i totally understand it's just about time and resources that's all it is that's all, it time is. And resources. That's all that separates a, a master craftsperson from uh, anyone yeah, exa uh, 100 percent and uh, yes. Gerald puts the knuckle dusters on and he's just in the back, like, pretending to fight. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say, um, this is on the fly. There might be knuckle duster weapons, I'm not sure. But um, these will give you, um, on your unarmed strikes, you can basically, it's as if you had a, a short sword. So they'll 1d6 unarmed damage. Yay. Well, it's knuckle duster damage, technically, but yeah. Yay. But they, they count as they count as fist weapons. Yay. So a one d six fist weapon. They do bludgeoning damage. Or actually, I guess they do piercing damage because they're paper clips, aren't they? So yeah. I don't suppose um, this might be too much of a, a reach. I don't know. Uh, could you make me something that could help me fly? Wow, you uh, you really you've, you've really jumped there, haven't you? The first one was a knuckle duster, and now flight. But you know, I, I can probably manage that. Um, that's gonna that's gonna be slightly more difficult, I'm afraid. Um, I don't suppose you have any adamantite on you. Um, did I pick up some? <laughs> oh, my notes, my notes, my notes. Uh, I'd, if if you don't have any of that, maybe the soul of a wind harpy that would that would that would do it. Definitely um, don't think I have that. Um, maybe maybe uh, a feather cloak. Have you got a feather cloak? I could maybe fashion something out of that. Nope. Hmm. Well, in that case, it's going to take me some time to collect the resources. But if you came back and maybe six hours, I could. What about try some of this copper and dust? Something up. Uh, are you holding out the copper dusts? Yeah. You um, she sees it and kind of goes uh, very serious um, and walks up to you and, and says, can I, can I touch this? Uh, sure, yeah. And she takes a kind of pinch of it and then sniffs it and, uh, and then like rubs a bit on her gum and goes, yes, as I suspected. This was from the crime scene, right? Correct, yeah. Yes. Um, you see, this is, uh, this is, this is, Sparks carried this round. I remember I used to work with him. Um, awful, awful god. But uh, this is a particular type of copper. It's uh, incredibly conductive. Um, I could absolutely make something out of this. It probably wouldn't help with flying, but I could probably augment one of your weapons with this pretty handily. Whoa. Uh, I'd love uh, um, my rapier to be uh, souped up. 
Sure, I, I can I can absolutely do that. Um, I can either do it on your weapon, or if you have a piece of clothing, I can maybe do something with that. But um, it's, uh, it's your choice. One would you give could... defensive capabilities, and the other would probably give offensive. Say that again. So if if you were to put it on your clothing or something, I could give you some defensive boosts. But if um, if it's offense you're looking for, I can absolutely use this on your rapier. Uh, yeah, I think offense is what I'd be going for. Um, I don't suppose we could get it to like, kind of make the the rapier light up, could we? You read my mind. Perfect. Uh, she grabs the copper dust and takes your rapier. Um, and hovers it over the fire and then just holds the dust out in her palm and just blows it. And it sticks to the sword over this fire and melts into the frame of it. And there's a few seconds of silence and then you hear... And a fork of lightning comes from the hilt and just riles up the blade and then disappears. And then another fork. And then another... Wow. Uh, and it settles down and she hands it back to you. And she says, it might take some getting used to, but uh, you should be able to do a bit more damage with that now. Um, basically, uh, the it's your rapier now can either do piercing damage or lightning damage. Whoa. So you can just replace. It's the same die, so it's still a 1d8. I can um, just choose whether, which type of damage it is. Yeah. As a bonus action... Uh, you can invoke it. Um, oh, I'll come up with a better word for it, and I'll give you a proper stat block for this later. Um, but uh, as a bonus action, you can invoke it, and it will um, do an extra burst of lightning damage. So it'll do an extra d8 for one attack. Whoa. But you can Is choose to like... do that after you've hit. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. that's so cool. But you can only we'll do it s- once a day, once per long rest. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, you need to reconnect to the audio, I believe. Cool, I've got my little electro sword. Gerald, look at this. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, I disappeared for a moment there. I think I disconnected from the audio. Uh, just to recap, uh, Xander has now upgraded his sword to a lightning sword. And we'll give you a stat block for that. Outside of the game, and we'll probably put it up on our Twitter or something, just so you can all see it at home and, and see what it looks like. Um, so then Polly turns to the rest of you and says, uh, "Is there anything else I can help you with?" Um. Right, Polly. I'll be honest with you. I think. I think we're going to end up leaving this place, and I think we're going to have to find the bad gods. And when we find them, we're probably going to have to fight them. What do you think, with your expertise, would help me? Hmm. Good question. Um, what kind of thing do you fight with usually? Use a sword? Use a bow? Use magic? Yeah, magic. Normally, I have my bubbles. Hmm. I tell you what, um, I can I can try and whip something up for you, uh, if you'll give me a moment. And she goes uh, back to a, another one of the panels and takes out a uh, bone white metal, 
this time again in the shape of an ingot. And she throws it over the fire, it melts, and the same process begins. And after a while uh, of watching it, she smacks it with the hammer and a uh, what looks like a magnifying glass without any glass in it uh, falls to the floor at your feet. Uh, just a just a essentially a, a circle, uh, a hoop with a, with a stick coming off the end of it, um, and it's kind of smoking slightly from the heat, uh, but it lands at your feet. And she says, uh, "Why don't you uh, Why don't you give that a go?" Binky picks it up. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing I'm supposed to blow a bubble out. Of it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is it a bubble blower? It's yes, it's a, it's a bubble blower. Okay. Um, and yeah, just blows through the hole. <laughs> okay, so this is a um, uh, a silver bubble blower. Again, I'll give you a stat block for this layer, but essentially, it's a um, a reskinned uh, longbow. So it can do 1d8 damage at range, but it's instead of firing an arrow, it's firing a bubble out of it. And instead of piercing damage, it's going to be uh, radiant damage. I don't know if this is asking too much, but is there a way that you could infuse this into my flute? Um, I'm afraid if I did do that, I'd probably tamper too much with the... Uh, magical properties of your flute. Uh, you use that as a arcane focus, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I, I'm afraid that you know, I, I'd have to, I'd, I'd end up breaking one of the two. There's, there's only so many magical qualities one item can hold, I'm afraid. It's a good idea, though. Uh, and thank you. And do you have something that will help me protect my friends? I actually have some equipment for all of you that might help do that. Um, come this way. <clears throat> I actually made these in advance. Uh, and she leads you to a uh, another panel in the corner. And this time when she swings it open, it's just an alcove. Uh, and inside, there are three uh, suits. Uh, and they look like... Uh, they just look like plain uh, grey boiler suits at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says... Put these on, and I think you'll uh, you'll 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 feel a little better, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. starts peeling his clothes off. <laughs> oh, oh right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> um. Yes. Uh, these are essentially whatever armor you're currently wearing. It's a plus one enchanted version of that, so you get plus Whoa. one to your AC. Uh. Um, yes, uh, it, it, I was. I was told you were coming, so I, I made them uh, with your sizes and uh, and um, you know preferred uh, materials in mind. Thank it, uh, you. Fits like a dream. Yes. Well, I, I managed to get your specifications from the archives, so I. I um, I made these suits tailor-fitted for you. When were you punch in the me, archives? Joe, punch me, I punch him. <laughs> Remember, you now have a d6 damage for unarmed. <laughs> you roll to hit. Go ahead and roll do, to hit. Do yeah, you yeah. Want me to punch you? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see if this thing stacks up. 
what what do I roll this with? I don't. It's like uh, what was it? Is it a normal unarmed strike? Un- unarmed strike for her? Um, it's imagine you're just uh, rolling for a short sword. It's like a strength check with your proficiency. Um, that is 12. Aha! Uh-huh. 13. It just buries in my side, but the, like, the fabric uh, absorbs the punch. You see a small ripple of blue light kind of pulse outwards from where the, the blow hits you, and you don't feel anything. Just like, <clears throat> I love it! <laughs> you know, like the suit in Black Panther where it absorbs the hit? Yeah, it's like that. the kinetic, yeah. Uh, yeah. Polly, I have to ask, when were you in the archives? Um, well, I, I technically still have access to the archives. I, um, I, I'm, well, it's no easy way to say this. I'm a bit of a double agent at the moment. I've been, I, I'm the head of the IT department. And I haven't stopped being the head of the IT department. I work down here in secret, but, you know, they don't really check on us all that much over they, they, they left us in the basement anyway so um wasn't sparks the uh in the it department yes um sparks is an odd case sparks worked in the it department as one of my uh, assistants but he was put there by uh by the high council essentially through godly resources and a fairly circuitous route but once we did some investigating we found out that he was basically there under their orders Right, right. Hmm. Well, um, thank you for these. Um, chuff the bits to have them. You're more than one. Uh, do, do you guys have any more business here? Binky? No, I think I'm okay. Okay. Gerald, you see still Binky just like fidgeting with her fingers. Sorry. <laughs> like shadow well, boxing. We can safely say that my comrades are uh, big fans of your work, Polly. Well, that's the best compliment a craftsperson can have, so I, I appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, I hope we will our paths will cross again. I'm sure they will. Um, I, I believe uh, Ion had some sort of uh, mission for you, so I'm sure you'll be coming back with with specifications after that but um yeah do let me know if you need any help i'm always here shall we, we yeah shall we go to the command center yeah catch up with Ion. uh cool in which case you you head on over to the command corner and this is the big uh control center foyer where you came in um and as you arrive there you see he's um both his hands are kind of he's, he's bent over a table just um looking reading some uh maps uh on the table itself but they seem to be made of sand the, the middle of the table is, is it's like a kind of sand pit essentially um and this map that he's looking at is in 3d made out of the sand um, oh, cool. and then he's talking to Gryler next to him and torpec is on the other side of the table and you can see him uh, say something and then gesture his hand and all the sand shifts into a new map. Um, and it's like a kind of 3D control center, essentially. Uh, and then he spots you. He says, ah, hi there, guys. Uh, I see I see you made it. You're settling in well, I take it. 
Yeah, we're having a bowl of a time. Well, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, look, as I said, I'm sorry that I didn't give you more answers sooner, but... Oh, it looks like uh, you went and saw Polly. That we did. Got kitted out. Gerald's yeah, yeah. still nice punching suits. the air. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay, okay. Hot shot. <laughs> Right, okay, now I promised you answers, and I'm going to give you them, okay? Uh, is, is there any questions you have before I launch into this? Because it's, it's, it's going to be a lot. So, you murdered Sparks? Spark? That's right, yeah. But when we were told about your supposed death, mm-hmm. we were told that was the first instance of a god dying. Yeah, well, this is the thing. They, uh, they've been attacking us for a while, the Idlers Club. Uh, they haven't kept it on the records, obviously, because they don't want anyone getting involved in this. But um, that was meant to be the first successful hit on a god. So technically, that corpse you saw was the first time a god has died, at least in our reckoning. Uh, they just didn't turn out to be me. You see, Gleemore, you've heard of Gleemore? I think so. I wrote it down in my little book here. I think we found some documents relating to them. Yeah, Gleemore's the god of light. But, uh, well, the f- their form is so radiant that they have to cover it up with a hood. Oh. Yeah. I take it you've met them. Yes. The person that threw the... Apples. Apples. Yeah, um, I had a bit of a run-in with them as well. And he pulls the shades off, and you see where his eyes should be, there's there's nothing there. Uh, and it looks like his eyes have been kind of scorched out of their sockets. Um, and he kind of puts the glasses back on after, and goes, uh, yeah, messing with Gleemore is a, is a mistake. But uh, you see, death sent Gleemore after me. Uh, Gleemore tried to ram the apple into the back of my head. I saw that, uh, managed to fend it off, uh, but then Gleemore pulled the hood down and, well, my eyes went. Polly whipped up something to let me see in the meantime, and he gestures at the glasses. Uh, but uh, it hurt, I tell you. But uh, <clears throat> the, the, when they sent sparks after me, it meant I knew the method in order to kill these gods, was to ram this apple into the back of their head. At least I had a sneaking suspicion, so I, I tried it, and, you know, I'm here, so it worked. Do you know anything of the death of John Smith, God of Secrets? John Smith's dead. Well, uh, as much as we can believe. <sighs> right. That's uh, that's not good. I see. I take it this happened when you disappeared off our radar for a minute. Where did you go, by the way? Well, we were, we were in the archives, and then we took some sort of a, a portal to uh, this uh, sort of orchard on top of the world tree. You went to the orchard? The divine orchard? Uh, yes. Huh. Right, okay. That changes things. Um, 
we were tracking you through the archives, basically, just to make sure you're okay. Uh, and and you basically vanished off our radar, as, as I said. Um, is this where John Smith died? Yes, we were confronted by... Um, was it Dolomite? Yeah. Yeah. Agent Dolomite. Who had been pretending right. to be a, a different god. Right. I see. I see. Look, John Smith, he uh, he was a hard ass, but he was one of the good guys. He was trying to, well, in his own way, he was trying to fix this this place. Um, was he in wasn't... the Idlers Club? <laughs> no, 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 no. John Smith did, did stuff by the book. He would never would have joined this place, and we didn't exactly get on, but in his own way, he was trying to fight the same fight. It's a shame the godly resources are going to go downhill after this. Death probably got his fingers in there already. How does the normal promotion work in uh, the Bureau? Does someone else take over the mantle of John Smith's domain? Well, in terms of the death of a god, we're not entirely sure what happens, because mm. this is now the second time it's happened. So, in terms of what's going to happen to the domain of secrets, I have no idea, frankly. But uh, in terms of the internal structure of the Bureau, I'm sure they've found a replacement already. Mm. They're, they're not emotional about these things. So, and it'll be the High Council that appoints them. Do you have a plan? Do you have um, something you're going to do to take down the High Council? Yeah, well, we do. Um, and I might need your help. Well, we're here, uh, we're here to do whatever we can. Look, you guys have proven yourselves. I don't know what it is. I don't know if you're lucky or if you're just got goddamn full of willpower. But uh, I, I, I think you're the people that, that need to do this. Um, have you heard of Interitus? Yes. You have? Yeah, we found some documents while we were in the orchard with a, a bunch of words on them. Um, decay... Blight, Interitus Project. Hmm. Then you know just about as much as us. Maybe we know a little more. Uh, Project Interitus is something that cropped up in documents a little while ago, and uh, we're not entirely sure of the specifics of it, but we think it's some sort of weapon, maybe. Hmm. Uh, the High Council's been devising it for a while. Uh, we think they're trying to... Strike fear into gods, maybe, or or just assert themselves as the ultimate power. But the one piece of information we do have is that there's no easy way to say this, but there's been no contact with the big guy in maybe 200 years. But uh, surely that's just because he's got bigger uh, things to be doing, you know, keeping, keeping track of the world tree, yeah. Uh... Managing all the space and time. Yeah, you see, it's been explained away like that by a lot of gods, but he always checked in at the biannual uh, uh, barbecue, and, and he he wasn't there. And you know what? You know Topiarius, right? You've all seen just, him. Sorry, sorry. That guy there's loves a, bi a hot dog. There's a biannual barbecue. There's you haven't a... you haven't been to the biannual barbecue before? You not been? How do you? We no, no, oh, the biannual barbecue. We would uh, hand out these flyers that were sort of, we just held them together 
and then we would post them through letterboxes and just sort of hope that all the information stayed in one place. Yeah, it was a nightmare, actually. I used to have to, I carried like big stacks of them. I just, yeah. I always got the order wrong and everything. Yeah. It was a nightmare. Great barbecues, though. Gerald just goes to the side and starts punching the air again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's not been to one for 200 years and he always came, right? And they keep explaining it away, but there's been no contact. There's been nothing. Uh, we think something's gone really wrong up top. You think that might be what Interitus is? I think it's something disrupting the natural order of things, yeah. Uh, just as a, a world question, mm-hmm. uh, are there other gods on the same level as Topiarius? Uh, no, pretty much no. He's, the, Topiarius is like the creator of this mm. universe. Um, and then there's... So Topiarius the then made the Bureau and like all of the gods and like Death and John Smith and all of those are sort of... They were like the next level. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, and if you'd like more information on the uh, the the world building aspects of this, go ahead and listen to our world building episode on the on Spotify, uh, which we go into detail about Toby Iris and some other little bits and bobs. Just as a side note, there. Nice plug. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but but yes, the, he is the kind of top level. Yeah. Look. I... I mean, one of us dying is one thing, but Tobias, I mean, Tobias isn't even a god in the same sense that we are gods. No, it's the progenitor, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what's got us all so worried. Because if something can stop Tobias from talking to us, then it's got to be at least as, at least as powerful as him, right? That's also scary because Topiaris is like the one person I thought we would be able to rely on to sort out the bad a- bad apples, if you like. Yeah, yeah. A lot of us thought that. A lot of us. But look, uh, enough doom and gloom. What I need you guys to do is... Look, I need you to break into Gleamer's office. The, the god you just said burnt out your eyes... Just by just looking com- at you. Just completely burnt them out. You look horrifying. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, I realize what I'm asking. Okay, guys, I realize it. But I, I, we need information. There's, there's no other step here. What? You just, you just want us to sit in this hole until he hunts us, hunts us down, and kills us all? Is that what you want? No. I'm very good at sneaking around. And and we will give you all the supplies you need, but we we need information on this project in Teratus, right? Right. And if you want to find out what's going on here, we need to work together. Can, can we have a chat just as a, as a unit? Absolutely. Take all the time you need. I know I'm asking a lot. And if you don't want to do this, I won't think any less of you, but I'm begging you. What do we think, guys? Well, I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to sneak in. It, it's, it's dangerous. I don't... I don't like it. I, I don't like it at all. We have to... All of this, and now we're going to take down the whole bureau? It seems like that's our only option. Yes, but you... why? 
Euro is our lives. But what if our lives have been a lie so far? But what if they're wrong? What if we destroy well, the Bureau and then ruin everyone's lives? Yeah, I think that we this is the core of it. I just can't see another way out. We can't just go back now. Yeah, I hate to break it to you, Binky, but I think that's that uh, bridge has been burnt. I think... I think I'm just scared. It's all, so it's all I've ever known, you know? What do we do? Look, I'm uh, in for a penny, in for a pound and all that. I'm, uh, I'm on board with this. I know, um, I'm all about things being not in their rightful place. People think that's what I do, that I take things that are ordered and I disorder them. But actually, that's not how I see it. The way I see it is that everything needs a bit of disorder. I mean, fundamentally, if you look at the universe, it is disordered. And actually, the moment that it becomes ordered is the end of everything. And so, so things being in their rightful place uh, should be disrupted. Unless it's, unless it's paper being held together by a Sure, things can paper. be locally ordered. But, yeah, you know, no, I just, universally <laughs> I just wanted disorder. to kind of check for that. Sure, Cause for you, sure. Because you wouldn't... You, yeah, you get it. Well, we could have a truce, like, while this is going on, and then after that, your paperclip bundles a fair game. <sighs> okay. What do you, point I'm getting what at do is... What do you think, Gerald? Yeah. I think... I think this is the only way. I think this is the only way we're going to find out what's been happening and be able to stop it because they're looking for us right now. Everyone is looking for us. They think that we did this. They think we killed two gods. We can't go back. We can't stay here. We're going to have to do it. I... I don't trust them. But I trust you. So if you're in, I'm in too. Hey, that rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting emotional and then... Xander <laughs> uh, puts a big sweaty paw out. As uh, in like for doing like the... Binky all, puts like, her hand on top. Three uh, <laughs> All right, I put my hand <laughs> with my knuckle dust. <laughs> <laughs> The camera has like a bird's eye view as you all put your hands in the middle uh, and they all slap on top of each other and then uh, and then it kind of zooms upwards as you all throw your hands in the air. <laughs> did we have something in mind? Did you want to say something as we raised our hands up? I've been desperately trying to think of something. But, um... <laughs> Sorry, I really jumped the gun and was like, yeah, you do the thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, you all put your hands in the middle and the camera's floating above you. Well, no, I think if it's up to Xander, Xander would be like, okay, on three, three, two, one. one. Uh, Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> 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 
Um, Ion. Yes. We'll we'll take this offer. We'll go to Glimor's office. We'll find what we can and we'll report back. Brilliant. Look, I I, I understand how much danger I'm putting you in here. Uh, I can't I I can't thank you enough. Um, but you guys you guys are the closest to this, and I think whatever is willing you guys onwards is it's, it's something beyond my understanding um, okay so the plan and he gestures at the table and the sand all rearranges itself into a um, giant skyscraper um, and it's 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 kind of a a concrete frame with glass windows that you know the side of the skyscraper skyscraper where windows usually are it's just one big window on each side mm. uh, so that the entirety of the office is um, on view and every, you can see every single floor you can see tiny little chairs made of sand and little people like walking around inside of it made out of sand um, and he gestures towards it and says this is uh, Shine Scraper Heights and this is where uh, Gleamer has has his uh their headquarters and uh he's on the top floor okay uh there's a number of ways you can get in here you can either use the foyer entrance down at the bottom uh the front door probably the riskiest there's a uh there's an access panel on the roof that we we know about and there's these windows that uh, you could probably cut through if you tried uh but it's not easy. Uh, but the, then there's any other way you can think of, of getting in there. But that's what our scouts have got back so far. Um, we know that uh, we, we know that the files we're after are probably in Glimor's office, uh, top floor. And like I said, it's guarded regularly, but they shift the guards every two hours. The main problem here is you're going to need a combination for the safe. Uh, and we don't have that, unfortunately. So the mission is you're going to have to get into that tower somehow, uh, get to the top floor. On your way to the top floor, find the combination for the safe, uh, steal those files, and get out of there before Gleamer gets back. I'm not asking you to fight Gleamer, because that could be a death sentence, but I can't guarantee that Gleamer's not going to turn up. Is there any way we can distract Gleamer from being there? That's absolutely a possibility. What did you have in mind? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just the, uh... The ideas The ideas guy. guy. <laughs> I plant the thoughts. Uh, <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I mean... What are you guys doing? Why can't you distract them while we go and do this? We can certainly do that, but look, this is... This is the information we have, and, and we do need to make a plan here, but I, I wanted to make it with you. I didn't want to make this plan and, 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 and give it to you like I'm your boss. You've had enough of that with death, okay? You guys are in this equal partners. That's the rule of the Idlers, Idlers Club, okay? We don't have hierarchies. There's no leaders here. We just have assigned jobs, the way the Bureau was meant to be. Yeah? Sure. How are we getting to Shine Scraper Heights? Are, we, are you tunneling us there? How do we escape once we're once we've got the documents? So, my tunnels can be a little uh, temperamental around that area of the bureau because it's in the the atom in the center, mm. center of the atom. Uh, 
So we could try my tunnels, but if I'm honest, there's a decent chance we'll get squashed as soon as we try to get in there. Uh, now, there's, there is one creature that can make it through the void of space unharmed, and that's a dragon. <gasps> so, you know, maybe we need a dragon. We know a dragon. We, we do. We, yeah, we do know a dragon. Don't know where he is. You know a dragon? Yeah, we we woke one up, spoke to him. Huh. He he seemed okay, right? He was okay with us. I think, yeah, I think he was okay with us. I just have no idea where he is. Well, if you could, if, if you have a friend that's a dragon, that's fantastic. If you could track him down and, and somehow, you know, barter a lift, that would be one way in. Absolutely. Um... Uh, another way to get to the center is uh, we know they make regular deliveries of light because you know light has to come from somewhere and they they send deliveries every other uh, week I think and there's one coming up next week how do they transport it they have giant crates that they they take it in with uh, okay, and they, they so fly we... it they fly it in on a, on a sleigh so we could hide in those. I'm just thinking how, how nondescript is a dragon flying us all in, you know? Mm. That might be a bit obvious. If we could sneak into one of those crates and actually get, like, in there, break our way out of the crates, get into the office, but then I still don't know how we would get out. Yeah. Maybe we need a dragon to get us out. As an escape plan. It's always yeah. good to have a dragon in your pocket. That's true. Yeah. It would be Look, a quick escape plan. I know I'm asking a lot of you guys, but I really believe that you can do this. Well, and the we camera... Until, yeah, oh, go, ahead. Go, go ahead. We have until uh, next week, until that light delivery, right, to form a plan. That's absolutely true. In the meantime, you should maybe get some rest and take the time to adjust to this place. I know it's a little little strange. We will do. Guys, let's put our heads together, lay them down on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Look up at some bubbles. <laughs> And and as Play you stare up music. <laughs> at these paperclip bubbles, uh, we're going to end it there for this week. Cobalt & Co. is a tabletop gaming and storytelling guild founded in the year 1211 by Widget the Magnificent. We roll dice, smash swords, and chatter like excited little birds, all under the watchful eye of our kobold overlord. If you enjoyed the show, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at kobold underscore co, where you can find updates about our live shows, streams, and other tidbits that... Sorry, that's the boss calling. We've got to get back to work. See you next week. 